This is Mystic Dylan, the witch. And this is Adela Levine, the medium. And together we are the witch and the medium. Dylan. Bonjour, mon ami. Can you hear me in Paris? Oui, oui. Are you there? Oui. Wait, I thought you left Paris at this time. Oh, adieu, Paris. <laughs> I'm en route to Yorkshire to visit me papa. Oh, it sounds so... Romantic? Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. That seems wrong. No. That seems, let's, let's Real, we're done. No, we're done. <laughs> so Dylan is right now in Paris, and since we are um, using witchcraft in uh, our podcast, we decided to just, you know... Keep it straight up with you guys. And, Continue and, with the questions. And just just say like we were we're recording this early, and we're going to continue with the Q and A part two. All right, and um, that's pretty much we're doing the Q and A. The questions that you guys sent us on um, on our Instagram, the Witch in the Medium, and what you guys sent us on our which the Witch in the Medium Gmail. So Dylan, go for it. Okay, so. What mistakes did you make in the beginning that you'd like others to learn from? Ooh, okay. I have a good mistake. I have a good, and it's a quick, good little story uh, to show the mistake. I would say the number one mistake I made was getting caught up in ego. Um, I would say that the first thing that came to me about this was do not let your ego. Well, the first spirit told me, as I told the story in the Crossroads episode we did, um, was do not let your ego um, get in your way. Well, I did. I went to the Emmys. It was not the day. It was the Emmys that people go to for, um, you know, technical and animation. I'm not going to say... All right, I'm going to say, I used to work on a show called Family Guy, and I knew some people on there, and I wanted to, and I read for a lot of people. Yeah, hear that, Seth? I read for a lot of your people because he's an atheist and doesn't believe in this stuff. But I was like majorly like, you're going to win. You're going to win, even though I had a feeling that something in the future shifted that we weren't going to win, the person I was telling this to. But I wanted to be the hero of the night. And even though this was the Emmys the night before, they still had that great Emmy party afterwards. And I was like, bada bing, bada. And by the way, no, I didn't do a voice or anything. I, I was like someone in, it was in the animation department, so I don't get too excited. And um, sure enough, I'm sitting there, and in two seconds flat, they call out um, a, a whole South Park, and, in, and, and they won. And it all happened in two seconds, and the whole row leans over and looks down at me like, oh, really? And I was mortified, ran to the bathroom, people walking around with their Emmys in their hands like, boo, boo, hey, I got my Emmys, and just flashing it. And I just wanted to leave, but we all came in a, in a you know, limo together and all this. I'm all dressed up. Couldn't leave, and pretty much the next day, I literally had my favorite black hoodie, put it on, put it over my head, went to bed, and was like, that's it, I'm not going to ever read again, I'm so, so mortified, but what I got from that was, you let you wanted to be the hero, and you didn't listen to the message purely, and this was way in the beginning when I was reading, like way in the beginning, and the lesson I learned was, um, even if you're, you people don't like you for it, even if you think you know it's wrong or whatever, 
you can't get caught up in that and you deliver the message because it's not that I ignored it. I just didn't look into, I had a feeling and I didn't look deeper into like, maybe this is going to go nice. a different way. That makes sense. So it was definitely a <coughs> huge lesson and it changed my whole understanding of how time works. I was like, oh, so the future's constantly shifting. Right. And I learned that through my readings too. I would say what one of the biggest things that I would like to share that I've learned is do not half-ass your witchcraft. Do not half-ass magic. Do Do not half-ass spell work. Yes. I mean, I have several stories, (laughs) but I'm going to, I'm going to do two short and sweet. Okay. Okay. Um, one, oh, also, yes. Prior to that, it's don't half ass don't half ass your spell work, but also make sure that you are specific in your spell work. So my two mini stories are one, I was a junior in high school, uh, and we had uh, it was called uh, we had a theater repertory, and mm-hmm. we would do competition. Right. So everyone, you know, you would sing a song, you would perform a monologue, do a scene, and you would be you would compete with other theater groups. Okay. Okay. Um, and they had their fill up because we had a huge senior class. Everyone was going to. Uh, there were competitions, I had auditions, I had gotten called back to compete with my piece. And um, I'm going to say name names because it's my fault and I guess this will also be my apology. Right. So I really, I wanted to go so bad. I loved my song. I felt I deserved it. I had to go. So I did spell work and I am not going to say what I did because no one should follow what I did. But let's just say that I was a little extra. <laughs> Okay. But I did not think of the outcome. Okay. And and Nikki, if you are listening to this, I'm so sorry. And it, and it gets me emotional because I know that I manifested this. Right. And this girl broke her arm and she couldn't compete. She was a senior. And this is how oh, much of an snap. asshole I was. Yeah. That happens. And I was on the waiting list. And I said, stupidly, I said, when I found out, the first thing I said was, so, can I get her spot? Oh, you're like Showgirls. Absolutely. You're like the movie Showgirls. Absolutely. Did you ever see it? And guess what? <laughs> what? I did get her spot. <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. I also did not prepare, and my throat got sore, and I did not win. Um, so, uh, like okay. I said, I, I right. feel like the universe, the universe, because I did not say in my spell work, that I wanted to compete and actually win, right? Uh, so I didn't get to go to I didn't get to go to they had regionals and then they had out of state. I didn't get to go to out of state because I didn't even make it in regionals. Okay. So, um, so, so I would say that so it didn't even really it didn't it even didn't really pan out. Pan out. Well so you even, have to think of the right. next steps too, right? Because I didn't really think of that, and in the process, I feel whether or not I'm to blame for that happening, I did set that emotion I think energetically because I did not care I wanted that spot whatever right. the cost the second thing too is I did a um, when I first moved back to LA from New York I was lonely and whatever and I liked this guy and I was talking to this guy and he was not ready for a relationship and I did a half-assed love candle that I did not burn all the way through and I half-assed attended to which led to half-assed relationships and crazy on his end and essentially what ended up happening was I was preoccupied in a relationship that I realized that I did not want 
and I neglected other relationships that I potentially could have had and ended up in a time-consuming, loveless relationship. So pay attention when you do so you your got stuff. the person you wanted, but it was loveless? I got the person I wanted, but without the without consciously thinking of everything that came with that i was i was impulsive in my spell work i see okay you just wanted what you wanted right right and so the i would say both of us kind of was coming from our ego absolutely definitely came from ego and also i think that i didn't think i didn't do follow through with the spell work so like i got it and i wasn't grateful for it right and i think that was the first thing too yeah the first spell too when i was in when i was that you know junior in high school i was not grateful for achieving what happened which is probably why it was taken away from me probably and and i would say that for my situation i wanted to run but i and i've already apologized to those people so you know and believe me they didn't let me forget it but uh, <laughs> but i would say that for me it was kind of like realizing that you can't run you just have to learn how to you learn from it and then you grow from it and 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 it opens but that comes again that comes from humility absolutely it is it's, those are humbling experiences at least for me i know mine was okay so now um i think we covered all of these so now questions. we got an email right yeah no we have like a couple of other hold on because i sent you like remember i sent you those other ones so there they I are here so how about oh um Oh, no, we did. Yeah, we covered them all. We covered them all. So, any email Snap. questions? Oh, yeah, we have email questions. And by the way, you guys, I made sure this time I created a folder. So, everyone should be very proud of me. Um, Claps for the folder. many email questions. So, we're not going to oh, get to all of them. Yeah. Okay. So, this person... Um, Let's do the short questions. Oh, the short questions, uh, they're all Oh long. my god, they're all paragraphs, y'all. What questions are okay, you asking? Okay, how about this one? Um, this one would probably be for, for me. When a baby or a small child passes, how can you communicate with them? Do they gain knowledge in that realm, for lack of a better term? I have sent this before, but I decided to send it again. Also, Dylan and Dela, you guys should write a book. Oh, oh snap. snap! We have talked about this, ladies and gentlemen. We yeah last week we did. So she so she was weird. tuning in. She was tuning in. She was tuning in. Okay, so actually, I'm um, and the name of it um, is called Young Spirits. Um, so I actually am thinking about doing. I'm um, I'm going to delete her so I don't repeat this one. I'm actually maybe going to do a video on it because I've been asked this a lot. So with baby spirits who have passed, you can talk to them exactly the same way as adult. The only difference is, is that, of course, as baby spirits, they don't need to go through learning and growing in the way about their mistakes and the things they made. They just continue to learn and grow. And by the way, you are always their parents. There's always that core connection between you and them. But I will get into a deeper thing with this on a video on my YouTube because that's a real like heavy question. You know what I mean? Okay, how about this one? Hey Dylan and Adela. Questions for Dylan. How long should you let a spell continue? Example, if you have a money spell, which let's face it, we can always use. <laughs> She's got quite a little <laughs> sense. <laughs> how long do you let the spell work for? Is there such a thing as a continuous spell or should it be redone after so long? 
Should all spells be set with an intended end time? Thanks so much, Maggie, a.k.a. Oh, Gray Fox. Yes, you oh, may read Gray it. Oh, Gray Fox. You may read it on air. Okay. okay so that is a really good question, Gray Fox. So, look, I think there are two things. If you have, say that you have a certain date, like you need to come up with money for rent, or you want to take a trip and you want to come up with money, it's good to designate time and magic for that specific situation. If in general you just need more income or you want to do more income, like for example, I have a money altar. Right. And on that, I have a little statue of Ganesh. And I will, Ganesh, he's the remover of obstacles, bringer of luck. And every day or every week, I will put all my pocket change on this ball to kind of give an offering to to bring that money bowl. Okay. okay. And actually, the Witch of Wonderlust, Olivia, she just posted on Club Coven. She was talking about how the thing about that is that if you are just doing magic, if you have a long-term goal, the moment you let it drop, know that though know that your intention drops. The moment you neglect it, your intention drops. And I think the influence of that craft will drop as well. I think so, that's like yeah. sort of like period because I've noticed you that have too. to if continue pushing, to stir it. Yeah, if you're pushing energy and you're pushing energy, that's how I approach it. And I get like, let's face it, you know, tired or lazy, and you're like, yeah. well, everything's been going good, so I'm done. You're gonna feel it. It's, you feel it. You feel it. It's so annoying. So my my can't you just like do something where you just throw it out. Precisely. And it, and it just do a short-term like money sun? spell. Okay. It's easier to do something short-term that you know that you can accomplish. It's like somebody over st- here looking at you. Oh, sorry, I wasn't going to say anything, her. but because we're doing a podcast, I figure, <laughs> I, figure I should. And I, felt a I usually like don't say stuff, but yeah. since we're okay, I'll, you know they're yeah, liking can, they're liking my magic. All right, go ahead. Um, so yeah, I would say keep it's Harry Potter. If you have a designated okay. uh, time frame, yeah. you know, keep it within that. Okay. Um, for broader things, like I said, my money, my money uh, dish, my money altar that right. I have, I will. I tend to that occasionally, but I have noticed when I'm stagnant, that dries up. Uh, that so just keep it in that. Totally makes sense. Okay, Dylan. This was a long one. I'm not going to read the whole email because I answered some of this for her, but I told her that I would read part of this for you. Okay. Okay, Um, because she had like a couple of questions. And um, so she says she has some questions. And um, I think I answered a little bit, but this is really, um, this is really for you, I think. Okay. But I know it's long, but just I think it's a good question. Okay. okay? And it's a little bit of story. Hi, Dalen, Dylan. I've been in a stark, I've been a stark atheist since I was nine years old. However, I recently started to open myself up. Most of my friends practice magic. Beginning two years ago, I learned about the great goddess of, you're going to have to pronounce it. I don't want to screw it up. Do you know this goddess? You don't know? <laughs> Hold on. Silence, you guys. Well, I believe I'm going to I'm going to make a guess that she is uh that she is uh Mayan. But let me He's gonna double check. check. And how do we say it so that we don't look Oh. Oh, oh. snap. Oh, snap. Okay. Who was right? Me. You were right. Okay. okay. Do you know how to pronounce it? I do not know how to it's pronounce it. T O T-I-H-U-A-C-A-N. Okay. She's a Mexican goddess. I'm going to say... She's an Aztec goddess. Right, Aztec. 
which is that's you adela but there's questions for you and for the first time in my life i felt connection to this energy and i wanted to honor them so i have some questions one i was wondering is it okay to represent gods in art i'm white and i've been told that the depictions of the great goddess of tio i'm saying by short are cultural appropriation i studied art history and i've taken classes on uh, Mesoamer- uh, Mesoamerican art and religion. If interested, I attach the picture of a piece I made. Can we interpret gods through a modern lens? The great goddess, uh, the one we just said, Tio. That, Let's call her Tio. Tio. That was labeled a goddess. Sorry that we are butchering the goddess name, but a scholarship suggests that um, actually represent mixed gender, third gender deity, especially since uh, Mesoamerican uh, has a history of accepting transgender people how do you feel about the use of drugs to connect we already we answered that already so how about just the first part so Um, that's that's a wonderful question and i'm going to tell you and this is a gender queer artist and art historian yes so first of all cultural appropriation in witchcraft and in religion let's talk about that one if you have an appreciation that's for your, that, oh, and I'm looking art. at your piece, and that is beautiful. Okay. If you have an appreciation for this culture yes. and for this goddess, embrace it. Your I skin agree. color, your skin color, your gender, your your identity should not get in the way of honoring this goddess if you have an affinity for this goddess there must be a reason if you're telling me that you're taking classes for mesoamerican Mm -hmm. art you are one step closer first of all uh, i was i believe i firmly believe taking those classes you are honoring the goddess drawing that goddess you are honoring you're putting time and effort understanding you're not just slapping things around on slapping things on or you're you're respecting you're respecting her and i'm gonna say this too um, so, do you have to build an altar and burn incense and give offerings to honor this goddess? No, because guess what? When you're painting that goddess, mm-hmm. you are honoring that goddess. When you are reading about the goddess, when you are reading about her culture, you are honoring that goddess. That's right. When I read, because I'm a huge book nerd, as you as you all are aware when i read books on classical mythology i'm honoring those beings that i'm attracted to when i read about sekhmet when i talk about sekhmet i'm honoring sekhmet i don't have to pull out a whole altar and do a sacrifice to honor sekhmet just me incorporating her into this podcast and relating to her i have made my offering to sekhmet this is what i would like to say if you are somebody who's studying the history if you are learning, there's no reason why people aren't allowed to learn about all types of cultures and the history of it and what came of it and understanding it. And then you want to do an ownership of an art. Um, that is not the same thing. What people are talking about is someone who's taking Native American um, dress and putting it on themselves. And, and selling it at Walmart. selling it at Walmart. Or, or, or even or being in a parade. Profitizing and, and off of it without acknowledging right. the history. Or dancing around in a parade and you're not, you're, you know, you're blonde and blue-eyed and you're coming from a place of like, this is cute and fun. Right. The blonde girls dressing up as sexy Pocahontas. That is right. cultural that's, appropriation. That's offensive because it, you're not you're you're taking something and you're not having an understanding about it. So I believe as long as you honor it, go for it. Um, and you know, here's the thing too: if if 
what better way? So I learned this too. I mentioned Star Cassass, but she she says something in her book uh, because she talks about hoodoo. Uh-huh. What better way to honor the people that you that your ancestors enslaved and degraded mm-hmm. than by honoring their deities and right, their and, and acknowledging it and acknowledging when it was taken away, away from and, them and taught that it was something bad and terrible. So that's a wonderful question. Yeah, very good question. Okay, Dylan, this is another one for you, uh, Maggie. Sp- Birds. I'm not gonna say her last name. Maggie. Are there times when you don't even have to do any spell work? The power of your thoughts, suggestion was enough. I've had thought about a spell from the start to finish. Been so in that feels that things happen before I have even performed spell. Is this a thing or coincidence? Thanks, Maggie. You can read it. I think this one can be short because we kind of talked about it before. I think, I think this so. is the power of manifestation. Yeah. The power of manifestation. The one thing that I will add to this though is that. If it is something really mundane, like I'm, I, I don't believe that you have to do magic for everything. Okay, so if it is something very mundane, like I don't know, um, I'm, I'm just thinking here, like I don't know, like I don't think you need to do spell work to, to. Yeah, we covered that. I can't even this. think of the most so mundane gonna, things. Don't you, do spell work for every single thing. We were we're gonna refer to you. We answered it earlier. Yeah, about we answered it earlier, and so I think that will be helpful. Okay, this one is um, hello to you. I you have been the best podcast thus far to explain things to a beginner, oh. and I'm so grateful. Thank you. I'm saying thank you, and <laughs> we're saying thank you that you both decided to make this podcast. I'm starting my path of magic. I'm still figuring out what path I'm trying to take after a lifetime of interest. My question for the medium is, with a little backstory to help set up in 29, my earliest memory was seeing, this is gonna be a little bit of a long one, Dylan, hold on, was seeing something mimicking my mother on the stairs as a child, but it's a cool story. I've always seen strange things since I was little, shadow people, balls of light, mimics, spirits with my eyes out in the world. I've even had experience of hearing a a clear voice in my head about something um, innocuous and then it comes to pass as well as dreams of the mundane as much as three years before it came to pass the thing is it's never scared me I've just understood it to be a part of the natural world and I actually love it however I'm not seeing anything in a while I honestly miss seeing things out in the world with frequency that I used to is there anything I can do to open up again after protecting myself for so long my question for the witch is this You have both explained how to find your work to work with. I've dreamt about Archangel Michael, so he's on my altar already. But I've been visited by many insects. That's why I had to read (laughs) that, my dears, is why I had to read this one. Because I wanted to surprise him. I knew there was a reason why. (laughs) Because Dylan told him why. Insects of different kinds my whole life. They land on me with me for extended periods and don't often refuse to leave. Mantids, slugs, moss, damsflies, dragonflies, spires, and oh more. Oh my god! You just—I just want you to know. I want to thank her to Margot because this was the most awesome email. Okay. Dylan, what does it end with? What is she asking? No, I'm going to keep going. Dylan, hold on to your hold on to your panties. Most are associated with the moon. Or so far, I've been reading in my research, and I'm trying to figure out if something is trying to communicate to me, or is it just a bug? Ha ha. Do you, either of you, she said LOL, actually, have any insight into either of these things? I'm so grateful for your support and show. I cannot thank you enough for your time and patience, and I hope your continued success. So, Dylan, Dylan, 
Did you mm-hmm. like to talk to her about the bugs and the and all of these mantis and all these things that she's <gasps> seeing? Insects How? insects may have have some association with magic. I hate insects, so she said something about I, the moon. Yeah, she feels. I I do feel that you know moths moths. There are definitely bugs that are drawn or correlate to uh, the moon. I am not the person to ask. If you're seeing them frequently, I truly believe that there must be uh, a a reason. Um, I know animal symbolism. I don't know bug symbolism. Here's why, dear. Because he cannot stand bugs. I this is a man bugs. that is afraid of butterflies. Oh. Butterflies, Blah. people. Butterflies. Stop it. Okay, I'm going to take this one for you. For, first of all... And this is going to be our last one. This, yes, this We're is our last one. We're going to close with the bugs. We're going to close with the bugs. That was our last one. So to answer your question about the bugs, and um, but first of all... Period. To open up your site, um, to reopen it, all you got to do is start communicating with that realm. Pretty much do your own little ritual of saying, okay, I'm ready to continue and open up this realm. Use Archangel Michael, like you said, you use as your protection and say what... I'm ready and take the acceptance. What happened is, is you, you, you kind of muted the situation and now you want to raise the volume back up. As far as the bugs, I'll take that one. Those are usually spirits and other things that are using and working with um, those types of things or signs or trying to get your attention. So by the way, since you're wondering how to wake up, they're trying to help you realize to wake up as well and embrace those butterflies and those mantis. Mantis are pretty cool. They're very alien-like. All right, so we want to say, Dylan, hope you're having a good time in in Paris or wherever you are. And um, you guys, um, we are um, hoping that maybe we'll hit it by the time Dylan comes back, but we're trying to hit 5,000 listens. We're almost there. We're at four. And we're going to go to Beetlejuice. um, Beetle House. Yeah, the Beetlejuice House. It's Beetle House, and it's a Beetlejuice House, and I've been there before, and I actually read there for a little bit. It's really awesome to celebrate when we hit 5,000. Please Give us a review and uh, a like on iTunes because it does help us get seen more on there. And um, thank you so much for all your Q&A. I hope that this was fun for you guys. It was fun for us to get all these questions. Dylan's stretching and he and he's getting ready and he has a lot to do. So we will bid him farewell. Have a magical day. And I don't like to say goodbye, so see you soon. Follow The Witch in the Medium at The Witch in the Medium on Instagram and send us your questions at The Witch in the Medium at Gmail or on The Witch in the Medium Instagram. And you can, if you can rate us on iTunes and send your review, it helps us a lot. Thanks for your support and see you soon.